0: Hi, welcome to Unshakable with Human Design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano, and I am so happy to be here with you today to be sharing this topic. This one is very near and dear to my heart because this has been a huge part of my transformational journey. It's a huge part of what I teach people, and even if I'm not exactly teaching this particular thing, it's in my work. It's just part of who I am. It's part of what I teach. It's part of the way that I speak. It's part of the way that I look at the world. And it has been this integral part. Anybody who's interested in personal growth, in understanding themselves more, in really digging into their behavioral patterns and understanding what are we here for, all of that is contained in this system. And the more you dig into it, it's not something that you go through once necessarily and you're like, Oh my God, I'm forever changed. You are, and you do understand it, but it deepens over time. So the way that I teach this process is really about making it a lifelong process, not rushing it, really making this kind of a creative and personal flowering. There's an opening to it. There's a blossoming to it. So what we're talking about today is the gene keys. And I want to go through each of the three gene keys sequences to tell you how they're different, what that particular one does, and how they work together. Now, there are lots of pieces to the gene keys. Richard Rudd created the gene keys. He was a student of Ra, who was the founder of human design, and he was a human design analyst for a long time and now has moved on where he birthed this other system. So it's sort of a sister. It works very closely with human design. I use them together. I do not really look at them separately. People ask me all the time, should I look at the gene key for this? Or should I look at human design gates for this? And I'm like, look at both because I think that they help I think they help deepen the understanding for each of them. I think that they each have a place, and some people prefer one to the other. I think that they both offer something. I think they're very different styles, and I'll get into that in a little bit. Before we start, I do want to draw attention to, we have the Human Design Lab which is open now that is our membership program you asked we answered we created a community and a program centered around a membership structure where you can join to learn about your human design to deepen into it but actually it's not about learning it's about using that's why we call it the lab human design above and beyond everything else is an experiment it's meant to be used that's how you understand it better it's not about reading instagram carousels it's not even just about listening to podcasts like this these are great information i I try to give you a lot of how you use it here but inside the lab that is our mission is to get you using it and to get you every day having some new aha moment that's actually lived in your life not just thought in your head our whole goal is that every single month we have a monthly focus where you're just focusing on that thing you're really deepening your embodiment of that one aspect and really, really digging and sinking your teeth into it and having these mini transformations every single month. And month after month, you're just going to get more and more embodied into your design. It's a really beautiful program. Super excited about it. If you're interested in learning more, we also have a VIP tier. If you're looking for more support from me and you want to decondition faster, we have that as well. But we made one that was really cheap so that it's super easy for anyone to join. It's less than a coffee a day. (laughs) And if you're interested in more information on that, go to nicolelano.me forward slash lab and you can get all the information there. Now, without further ado let's hop into the episode, shall we? The three gene keys sequences. Now I did do an episode on the gene keys a while back. Episode 133 was when I spoke about the gene keys. So it's been a bit, so maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't. And if you want some more background on the gene keys of how I look at gene keys with human design, if you want more of a deep dive into that, I suggest going back to that episode and listening to it. And this one will stand alone. You don't have to stop and go back to that one first, but I do recommend listening to it if the Gene Keys is interesting to you. And I hope it is after you listen to this episode. So let's talk about the Gene Keys. What are the Gene Keys? As I mentioned before, Richard Rudd was a student of Ra. He was very deep into the human design world. He was a teacher and he transmitted this. This came from his work with human design and he was particularly devoted to the I Ching, the Chinese I Ching, which that part of human design is the gates. So the 64 gates on the human design chart, all those numbers in all of the centers, those relate to the Chinese I Ching. And now we have the rave version of that. We have the human design gates. And now Richard Rudd took each of those gates, each of those I Ching gates, And had his own contemplations on them. And he looked at the chart and the activations in a chart. So all of the numbers, the gates running down either side of your body graph as you're looking at it. There are little squares with your sun gate, your earth gate, all of that running down the right and then running down the left. He looked at those and he was seeing patterns. Now, I'm not going to go into the whole story of how he developed this, but there's so much in the Gene Keys he's since gone on to do. I don't even know how many different programs that he runs throughout the Gene Keys world now, but there are three main sequences that he refers to as the golden path. And the golden path, if you walk the entire thing made of these three sequences, it's like the path to enlightenment. So this is a very feminine energy journey. This is a deep understanding of ourselves. And it is a rabbit hole for sure, because it's addicting. It's fascinating and addicting in the most beautiful way. If you're using it properly and it can be very confusing when you first get the Gene Keys book, you order the Gene Keys book and it's like 3000 pages. It's massive. It's this huge book. It's like an encyclopedia because it is an encyclopedia. It's the definitions and his contemplations on all of these gates, on all 64 of the gates. It doesn't really tell you how to use it. You have to go through the sequences to understand what you actually do with that information. So the three sequences is what I want to talk to you today about. That walking this golden path is really a journey of decoding yourself and understanding yourself and each sequence Holds something specific. At the end of that path, you have a specific outcome. You have something that you have realized and you now more deeply understand about yourself. The other thing that's really beautiful about the Gene Keys and Gates in human design, interchangeable. Gene key three is gate three in human design. Gene key 61 is gate 61 in human design. They are like for like. So if I'm saying gene key 12, then you know that I'm speaking about gate 12. It will always be the same thing. I tend to refer to them as gates. But really, if you think about even the words gene keys, the gene keys, they are the keys to unlocking and understanding our genes our genetic makeup. Now, if you take it a step further, there are 64 codons in our DNA. There are 64 gates in the human design chart, 64 gene keys, 64 gates in the I Ching. This is a framework that is said to mimic and help us understand the 64 codons of the DNA to understand these deep genetic programs that we have. And they all correspond to, if you go into the gene keys, each gene key has an amino acid. It has a codon ring. goes very, very deep. I'm not going to get into all of that here because I don't think it necessarily is helpful in the beginning. I think it is more information than you need. What we need right now is to understand which sequence is right for you. What do they all do? What's the journey you're going on when you jump into one? So let's start with the first sequence. There are three of them. The first one is called the activation sequence. Then there's the Venus sequence. And then there is the Pearl sequence. You do not have to go in order. However, it certainly helps. And I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) As I'm explaining them, It'll start to be really clear why you should go in order. But a lot of people want to jump to the pearl because the pearl is about business or it's about prosperity. And most people want to jump to that. And what they find is that they're not really understanding it well enough. And they haven't really embodied a lot of the other stuff that's necessary in order to really activate that sequence doesn't mean it can't happen. I'm not saying that it's not a bad thing. I did it. So I'm going to talk to you about my own experience with this. So I'm a Gene Keys guide. I have been through all of the sequences. I have been through some of them multiple times in in their entirety where I've really gone through and walked them again. And then some of them, I'm just revisiting the gates and revisiting the teachings all the time. So I'll be peppering all of this in as we talk about each of the sequences. So. Activation sequence. This is sequence number one. The reason we start with it, the activation sequence is your incarnation cross in human design. Same gates, we're just looking at them a bit differently. Now, I've also done episodes on the incarnation cross. Recently, I've done some as well, I think back in May. So you can go back and listen to those if you wanna hear me talk about that. But the incarnation cross a lot of times gives you a definition. And the definition is really just a starting point But a lot of people stop there. They read the definition and then that becomes a limiting force where they're like, how does this apply to me? And the truth is that it's far deeper than that. And it's far more nuanced. The definition of your incarnation cross is just the tip of the iceberg. And sometimes we can get so fixated on it that we miss the forest for the trees and we're focusing on this one thing and we're missing this whole big picture. So, What the gene keys do and what the activation sequence does, why I prefer this process to go through, to go through your incarnation cross and your activation sequence take you to the same place, your purpose, your genius. What are you here to do? What are your core gifts in life? It's not just the four gates. It's where are they placed? Is it your sun gate consciously? Is it your earth gate unconsciously? There are four gates in your incarnation cross or in your activation sequence. And the way that Gene Keys takes you through these, I love the process because it is about going through them one by one and seeing the relationship that they each have to each other. And what happens as you walk the path, so as you start to deepen your understanding and you contemplate and you're working with the Gene Key of your conscious son. And then you see the relationship between your conscious sun and your conscious earth and you see how they work together. And you start understanding the shadow, the gift, and the city of each, which are the three levels. That is one thing I also love about the Gene Keys is that it's not just a definition. It's like here's what this is in the shadow state, here's what it is in the gift state, and here's what it is when it is enlightened. And I think that's really helpful even to just remind you that not everything is bad, not everything is inherently good. You're going to move through these states all the time, really from the gift and the shadow mostly. And if you're living in the gift a lot, you're going to have these These little moments, glimmers of the city, if you're lucky, and what beautiful moments those are. So you start to see how they relate to each other, how they play off each other. And so the relationship between the shadows, the relationships between the gifts of your conscious sun and your conscious earth. And then moving over to your unconscious sun and the relationship between these and how that affects you. It takes you on this journey of not just understanding the gate, but its particular placement and its significance for you. So you might look at like inside the human design lab, we go through a gate during each of the transits and we have experiments and things to contemplate and ways to touch on these, but we're not going necessarily into the placement of it. That would be more of a Gene Keys journey. The Gene Keys journey would be like, now look at it through the lens of understanding what this energy means to you. And now this gate has that significance. Now, how does that gate feel? How do you look at it now when you see it through, this is the great theme in your life? How does that shift? I did a reading for somebody recently who had the same incarnation cross as me but the gates were moved around. They were not in the same placement. My gate 64 in the conscious sun, his was in the conscious earth. So that changes it. Even though we have generally, we have all four of the same gates, even just the placement being different for us changes the flavor of it, changes how he shows up in the world and the way that I show up in the world. And we also had different lines and the gene keys will take you through that as well. What Line are they in? Because each line, that's what your profile is. Lines one through six. I'm a five one. That's my profile. So my gene keys journey is going to take me through not just the gate, but also what does it mean to be a five line in that gate? What does it mean to be a one line in that gate? And at the end of this journey, I have a deeper understanding of my innate genius. I have a deeper understanding of the shadow patterns that are going to be probably the most prevalent in my day-to-day life. What's going to keep me stuck? And now I'm really tuned into that. So it shows you your genius, but it really shows you how you activate it and how you step into it in a bigger and bigger way. So that's the activation sequence. That's the spark. That's the easiest to understand too, because these energies are so present in your life. They're not subtle. (laughs) These are going to be things where you're like, yes, I know this is something I deal with all the time. Yes, that's totally me. And then there's going to be a subtler side of it where the unconscious side might not be as big, but it's still, you see it. And I talk all the time about, it's not about just understanding these energies. It's about understanding how you bring them into their highest expression. And that's what these paths do. We're focusing on these things so deeply and so intentionally that you're turning the dial up. So you're living in the gift more and we're teaching you how to do that. Okay. So that's activation sequence. Next one is the Venus sequence. This is the one everyone wants to skip. It's the longest of all of them. <laughs> it is the most complex to understand because what are we doing in the Venus sequence? We are exploring relationships and self-love. I skipped it. I was like, I don't need that. I don't need relationships. I don't need to love myself more. Show me the money. I want to know what I'm a genius at. I want to know where my money's coming from. So I skipped it. And I avoided it for a long time. And I recognized that, because I practice what I preach, I was like, You're avoiding this, Nicole. It means there's probably something in it for you. (laughs) It probably means that this is the answer or there's some answer in this for you. So I went into it and I went into it whole hog. And I was like, I'm going to really commit to this. And because what the Venus sequence does, and this is what I needed. And it scared the heck out of me. It breaks down the walls that you've put up around your heart. I get emotional even thinking about it. This is the sequence of emotions. This is the sequence of understanding relationships and the themes (laughs) and energy that you bring to relationships and that have come in the past and the ones that are to come in the future. It also holds your core wound. So your core wound is the biggest challenge you will have in your life. There is something there, the biggest wound you need to heal And it helps you do that by going through that sequence. It is so beautiful. It is so healing. If you're looking to heal, walk the Venus path. It's so deep. But it's also, it's so deep. So not everybody wants to do that. It does not have the big quick fix. But I will say, here's the byproduct that a lot of people are not getting about the Venus sequence or in general about why you can't receive, if you're having trouble receiving abundance, if you're having trouble receiving money, if you're having trouble receiving at all, it's probably because in some way you are blocking love. Now, what your particular flavor of that is, I don't know. But I can tell you that the Venus sequence can show you what it is, why you're blocking it, and how to break that wall down. It's magic. Cannot recommend it enough. Tough work, though. Be ready. The last sequence is the pearl sequence. This is the one everyone wants to get to. Prosperity, abundance. This is the one that's going to unlock your wisdom through your key prosperity gifts. Um, These are key positions in your chart that have to do with abundance, drawing people, money, and opportunities to you. The core wound from the Venus sequence plays dual role. That same gate is your vocation, your career, the thing you're here to do. Here's the thing though. You don't heal the wound. You can't use that gate. Or if you are trying to do that, you will probably see that you're drawing the wrong people to you and it's just not working. (laughs) Have you really healed the wound? If not, then you're putting out the energy of your wounding and you are attracting that back to you. So many people are trying to do this. And this is one of the key problems that I see with human design is everybody's looking for this intellectual answer. They're just trying to get the information and they're like, Ooh, how can I talk about that? How can I build an offer around that? How can I put this out in the world? How can I put this into my content? I know, I'll do a masterclass on it. If you've already embodied that, it can be wonderful. And I have people who come into my world with this. They've got things in place. They're doing things really well. And then we go through some of this work and it lights the match where they're like, oh my God, that's the spark. That's the thing. That's the tweak I needed. And we do a little bit of work and growth and change. And this opening can happen so quickly. Have that happen with clients all the time. One of my clients that comes to mind is Kim. She had a bunch of things fire at once, came into my world, started to work with this stuff, started to do the work associated with it though, and really contemplating and really deepening the knowledge. And she was just quick to make some changes, to make some tweaks in what she was doing. And she's making 10K in like a week. And she has all of these other things that are happening and seeing the money come through, seeing the opportunity, seeing the people. But a lot of people are like, I'm not getting anywhere. I don't know. I don't have an offer. I don't have anything set up. I don't really know. I feel like I'm in the dark. I feel like I'm lost. I think Gene Keys will give me the answer and they're looking for the answer in it. And it doesn't really come that way. You have to do the work. You have to embody it. You can't just use your vocation sphere in the pearl sequence and make it your career if you haven't healed the wound. So you have to do the work. It is about the work. And I promise you, the work is what you are seeking. The end, the byproduct of the work is exactly what you are seeking. And if you can take your eye off of how you think you should get there and just walk the path, my goodness, what opens up for you, I promise will blow your mind. The pearl sequence utilizes two gates from other sequences. It utilizes your branding gate. They call it in the prosperity sequence, in the pearl sequence. Pearl and prosperity are the same. Your conscious sun gate plays a role in the activation sequence and it plays a role in the pearl sequence. Your vocation gate plays a role in the Venus sequence, and it plays a role in the Pearl sequence. So you see how these all work together, that when we understand our core gifts, and we understand how to step into them more deeply through the activation sequence, we heal our internal wounds, open our heart, and understand how we behave in relationships and how relationships have affected us. And we heal the wounds that we have accumulated over time, know and love ourselves better and heal that big giant wound that we have that's holding the key to something we are here to teach, do, or express in this life. And then we're able to step into the energy that people will be attracted to us in. That when we're understanding how all of these gifts work together, it opens up and unlocks The pearl which holds the key to our abundance and prosperity. It is a blooming. The pearl is in the center of it all. It is in the middle. It is not an end sequence. If you look at how they lay out, if you see a diagram of the golden path, the pearls in the middle, you have to walk them all to truly get to it, to unlock it like an oyster, that's why they call it the pearl, like the oyster that opens up with the pearl inside, like a beautiful surprise. That's what your abundance is. That's what prosperity is. And it does push you to look at prosperity as something other than monetary. Because if you walk the whole golden path, you will be prosperous. You will be grounded in purpose. You will be walking with an open heart. And you will be being true to yourself, which will ultimately bring you the greatest prosperity in life. I hope you found this helpful. I hope this inspired you to dive into your Gene Keys. If you're interested in that, I do Gene Keys walks. I do Gene Keys journeys. If you're interested in something like that, DM me on Instagram. I can talk to you about what's available or what's coming up. I'm excited to hear what this held for you. So please let me know. Take a little screenshot of you listening to this episode and put it on Instagram. Tag me. I'm at Nicole Lano official. Please subscribe to this show so you don't miss any episodes and leave a review if you loved it. I would be so appreciative. Now, remember everyone, in order to be, have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. And I hope that this helped you. And I hope that you join us next time so we can continue helping you on your journey of becoming unshakable with human design. I'll see you in the next one.